Brad Davidson, good morning to you on what is a very sad day. Yeah, morning, guys. Yeah, very sad news. Uh, oh, it's just gut-wrenching reading it last night, wasn't it? Um, just about to jump into bed and read, you know, what came through. And, um, oh, gee, I think we all just feeling it this morning. It's um, a shock, you know, listening to Dino the last couple of weeks about his health battle and sort of suggesting, you know, that they're giving him three years and, and then next minute it's, it's all over. It's just, um, uh, unfortunately... Uh, you know, another reminder that you've just got to live your life because you never know when it's over. And it's just such a terrible, terrible um, news. You know, he was someone who supported and, and meant so much to, to so many people in the industry, um, particularly punters. And, you know, punters are the people who are often forgotten in this industry. And Dino stood up for them. And um, that's what I'm most proudest of. And, um, yeah, may he rest in peace. Yeah, well said, Davo. Uh, he was a giant of the industry, and a lot of people, and most people, uh, respected his opinion and judgment, in particular of horses. And you know, jockeys went to him, and trainers would go to him, and saw his counsel. Uh, so he's going to be sorely missed. Um, and the races they do continue, as Dean would want us to support the industry. And tomorrow here in Sydney, we've got a couple of big races. So I'll start with the Hobartville, mate. How do you see this playing out? Does after cabin just win? Yeah, I think so, Lars. He's Look, he was so dominant there the other day. Obviously, he comes up with a tricky draw now and needs a little bit to go right from out there. But he's probably the type of horse that can sit three wide, no cover, and still beat them, to be honest. That's how impressive he was the other day. So, look, I think Ozapenko will improve from gate one. A Nasher board, he just missed a start the other day and got into a horrible spot. So I think he's the big improver. I think he's the exacto horse if you're, if you're looking to play it that way. But um, And obviously, yeah, keen to see what uh, this Kiwi can do as well, the 2PR. But um, half cup, and yeah, he does look very hard to beat, doesn't he, guys? Um, hard to tip against him in the Hobartville. Uh, what about the Millie Fox, which is race six on the card, isn't it? Maria Mia is the even money favourite and heavily backed as well. Uh, with Maria Mia or looking elsewhere? Yeah, well, she's flying, isn't she? Uh, it's just come back a different horse. This preparation, Joe Pride, he does a great job you know, with these tried horses and they just continue to improve prep after prep. So, look, she's got to do it at 1,300 now. She probably tags across uh, the likely leader, Expat, and sits outside the lead. But, again, it's, it's hard to really poke too many holes in her form the way she's going. But, uh, look, I think the dry track fresh horse is Catalan, the seven for Godolphin. Uh, always like her, her form fresh and... She's just going to sit back off that speed and really hit charge to the line late. So, look, if you're looking for one of the each-way odds, Catalan. But, uh, again, it's hard for me to really knock Maria Mia on what she's done so far this campaign. What about down at Flemington tomorrow, the Black Caviar Lightning Stakes? Are you with Nature Strip? Yeah, well, they're dangling the carrot, aren't they? $2.10. I'd be fascinated to see if they continue to do that and it gets out further. Um, look, I know gate one's not ideal, but... Uh, in the fair income department, if he turns up anywhere near his best, he beats these, simple as that. So uh, it's just a case of if he's able to bounce back after a bit of a lackluster end of the spring, and we know he's not getting any younger, he is getting on, but he's been jumping out and trialling well, and uh, you know he might be saying tomorrow afternoon that $2.10 looks a gift, but uh, it's always there's always a little bit of risk in there. But um, with J-Mac aboard, I've got to stick with him. He's just the, the world's best sprinter, and... Uh, until we, you know, until we see him really disappoint again this autumn, we, we can't take that tag off him for mine. So uh, clearly the one to beat, 1,000 metres first up suits, and I'm sure James will have him in the right spot despite that gate number one, which is never ideal down the straight. You generally want to get a bit wider, but uh, he's got that tactical speed to, 
put himself right on there and probably edge towards the middle of the track anyway. It's your best bet tomorrow, Davo. Look, a really tough day at Rose Hill, but I made it race at three number eleven insurrection. Uh, really loved the the day, uh, the first up win. Sorry, as a gilding, and he's shown ability in the past. So he's backed him for a stack first up, and he, he ran super time. Gets in with fifty four here, low draw. I just thought he'd drawn a bit, uh, drawn a bit better than economics, who looks a good horse as well. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I just thought he might have map favours here insurrection. So happy to be with him to beat economics there. Race three number. Eleven at Rose Hill Garden. Three dollars fifty with Tab, and uh, yeah, it's the best backed in the race to Insurrection. More money on it than the favourite Economics at this stage. A red result in the Tab book, mate. You have a good weekend. You too, guys. And- Cheers.